too late for New Year's show, hosted by the Kickabout podcast, who's hosted by myself, Benjamin Hislop, and my two friends, Jack. Hello. Hello. And Matcha, say hello again. Hello there. Wow, we're all communicating human beings. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. It's good. <laughs> nah. um, so, uh, the most can- inconsistent podcast in the world is back. Welcome back to the... Um, <laughs> if I get the stats up, I will know. Uh, welcome back to the 10 um, repeat listeners and the one listener from Singapore, if you're still yes. listening. Speak up, Singapore. Um, anyway, I just thought, you know, um, considering this is a football show, that we should just start off with our personal thoughts of the of the season. So I think if we work our way from bottom to top, Jack, talk to me about life in the championship. You know, I think that's really perceptive that you choose Bournemouth to be the bottom because at the moment we're second in the table. And I yeah, don't but, know what you can say about your guys at the table. Yeah, but it's <laughs> just, it's, it's a league below. That's, that's <laughs> how life works. You play in a league where Don Solanke looks good, right? We we are not going to Wickham. We're not playing Wickham twice this year, okay? Well, I mean, th- I think that's lucky for you because I'm not entirely sure you'd win at this rate. Honestly, I think Akinfemor would have Rob holding on toast. <laughs> you definitely would. Um, so, yeah, very good season. Um, very, very good season. I mean, it's, it's kind of... Um, somewhat the expectation that the the teams who were relegated tend to stay at the top of the table because they are they just come from the better team that's the better table that's just what you've just said um and we're proving solid at the moment um we're fighting with norwich at the top um we are third not second sorry um and we have a game in hand so once we win our game in hand um, notice Don't I get say too once confident. and not if. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we shall be second um, with just three points behind um, Norwich. We just got Swansea in the middle of us, which is kind of interesting. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's been a pretty, um, pretty stable run so far in the se- uh, for the first half of the season. Um, the bottom of the table has jumped around a little bit. I mean, Derby had started winning games, and now they're no longer dead dead last, which is yep. great. My home team, hometown, sorry. Um, it's pretty sad, but, you know, we won't get into that because I've got some sadness on the way later. Continue, please. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> since since Rooney started taking over as um, as sort of a leadership role over there, they 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 they've won a game. <laughs> they haven't. That is a that is a big fact. They've they've won a game. Yeah, which is which is a new thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's looking like um, currently it's likely to be Norwich, Swansea, and Bournemouth, with maybe Brentford, Watford, or Reading to jump up there instead of one of the three. But um, if I'm, I'm happy with the season. Very happy with the season. I see. An, I see. Probably. See, I don't know the state of Swansea's squad. I'm not like I'm not a massive Swansea person, but I definitely think Norwich and Bournemouth are going up. I've just got that feeling, uh-huh. and I think honestly, I think it's between 
I don't know, because Brentford always seem to be in there, like being contention. Yeah, they've been really consistent. To be fair, um, they've also got a game. They've also got a game in hand, so they'd be third. They uh, they'd be third once they play it. But then they fall at the last hurdle, and with them losing Watkins and um, what's his name to West Ham, Ben Rama. Uh, ben Rama. Yeah, mm. those are two big blows. Um, yeah, but you know, we'll, we'll see. They've recruited yeah, well yeah. though in response to losing Watkins because that Ivan Tony lad's coming and he's done fairly well from what I. Senior. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was his kneecap that was offside in the Carabao Cup semi, wasn't it? That stopped him from scoring <laughs> against Tottenham. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. So ridiculous. Like, what? I understand you can score using your kneecap, but if, if like you're you're calling goal offside for a kneecap, it's just stupid. Yeah, it's mental. And the same with arms. Like I've seen, I swear I've seen them do it with like a hand. Like his hand is offside. Therefore, I swear that's happened before. And it's like you can't score with your hand, uh-huh. and it's giving think- you no advantage apart from being forward. You're not going to do anything with your hand. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough as well. Uh, it was a tough call because obviously we don't have VAR in the championship. That's like one of the best reasons to be there. So lucky because we don't have it. So it was, it was probably more more annoying because they've never had to deal with it before. So they're like, what is this? We, <laughs> we scored and you're telling us we can't. Like, what is this? Um, but yeah, I'm not excited for that again next season when we get promoted. Mm. Um, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very, very productive season. Um, looking good. I don't know how well that's going to translate to the Premier League season. Uh, we, we're doing well in the championship I'm not sure how, how easy it is going to be to transition that against the higher level opponents mm. we will just have to wait and see every yeah. every single player has made a huge improvement since last season um, so it's looking good pretty decent um, moving on to well we set up the table so the next team's Arsenal yeah just about um, <laughs> just about um, so I think I think you all know my 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 concerns started off okay then we didn't win for what felt like I think it was a month maybe two months and then recent games I think we've won four in a row looking to make it five against Palace I believe if my memory serves me right but pretty much we've been on a decent run there's been a couple of shaky performances but we've still got the win which is an improvement um, surprisingly, taking a Bamiang outside, which normally doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe it's just the mentality of they they can't rely on a Bamiang, so they're going to have to pull their own weight. Hmm. I mean, Lacazette's been doing his thing. I think. I think the front of Martinelli, Lacazette, and Kaisak on the right is really working with Smith Rowe. I think we need to stick with Smith Rowe. Um, if we can get another number 10 in because he's still young and he can't do a full season I believe but um, I watched the uh, our last game it was in the cup wasn't it it was like the 2-0 against Newcastle yeah Next the 2-0 against Newcastle and I watched like Smith Rowe even Should though he... we all got sent off yeah 
just I'm brought not... the game to life. Continue. I'm interrupting. So yeah, I was just gonna say, I like that about him. I know it was a feisty challenge, that little almost red card, mm. but shows that he's got a bit about him. That he plays on the edge and you can't really mess with him, which makes them feel a bit less soft, I think is the word. Like if yeah, you, I, I if you go to Arsenal, there's a man that will come back at you, which supposedly is Chaka, but he just doesn't no, he, I'm thinking he like a Vieira, Vieira or where if you mm. mess with someone on the team, he's coming at you. That's Tierney, but Tierney. I like oh. Tierney. Oh, that boy. Oh. Honestly, the amount of times, last, what, last season, yeah, the amount of times he's just backed one of his teammates. Even in the Europa League, even in the Europa League, okay, where it means nothing. Like last season, we'd already got through in the group stages. I think some dude came out, um, I think it was Lacazette or Martinelli. From the opposite side of the pitch, this Dom runs about 40 yards just to go and push this other dude that you've never heard of and talks to him in a way that both of them probably don't understand. Pretty much what I'm saying is I love the kid. I love the boy. He crosses, he shoots, he's direct. Something we've been severely lacking. Um, But at the moment, overall positive. If we can get either Brandt or Buendia in, we're probably not going to get Buendia because Norwich probably won't want to sell their best players in the middle of a title race. But if we can get Brandt and finish off the season strongly, I'll be very happy. That is Benjamin's conclusion. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. So uh, I said Bour- Bournemouth just scored um, while you were Ooh. talking about um, oh. uh, Smithrow. And it was your boy, Dominic Solanke. Um, a really tidy bottom corner finish. Um, an even better ball from Junior Stanislas, who's been an outstanding player he's been for us un- at the moment. He's been unreal in the championship, Stanislas. He really we- has. <laughs> I've got like a little milk carton from a hotel room which he signed when I went to see Bournemouth. That's adorable. You can just about make out that it says number 19. <laughs> that is adorable. Well, we kind of needed him because um, Dan Juma Grenevel had been out injured. Um, mm. So Stanislas have just stepped up and he got a very good assist just then. Very clean, very tidy. Bottom corner. That's it. Game over. To be fair, nine goals and four assists. That's, that's an okay return. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what frustrates me about him was when he was at Chelsea, they decided to let him go because he wanted a 60 grand a week wage and refused to go out on loan. And, and you could just tell that to make the transition from boys' football to men's football, he probably needed a loan to a lower division. So we may have seen this from him earlier if he was more open to dropping down a division, but good for him that's now that he's playing well. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like. Um, I'm, I'm glad he's scoring for us, but if you look at the quality of the goals, they're not exactly um, forty-yard screamers. I think a lot of it has to do with the. Um, I mean, his position play is great, which is huge to scoring, but the assists have a lot to do. Mm. Yeah, I think it's confidence as well. If he dropped down a division or two when he was slightly younger and built up his confidence and scored a couple of senior goals, it would have just built him up to maybe be prepared to play in the Premier League slightly earlier but yeah, he just never got going in terms of getting goals I mean he scored two against Leicester right at the end of last season but that was towards the end of last season and he's carried that confidence over into this season now sort of yeah because yeah. um, he's still sort of 
he's earned his place this season again, uh, above Josh King, who played in the um, FA Cup. Um, mm. Which, which, because he played in the FA Cup, it shows that King is willing to play, and we're willing to play him. Um, he just hasn't got in over Stanislas, which is really surprising. Uh, not Stanislas, Lanky. Yeah. Sorry, I, I mean, just hijacked this conversation. That's <laughs> all right. I think um, Matthew, going back to your point about um, him needing more, more men's first-team senior exper- experience. I think what, like, like. I, I hate to say just because he's a Chelsea player, but like T- Tammy Abraham did with Villa, well, Bristol and then Villa. I think with Bristol, he kind of cut his teeth, got used to the physicality, and then Villa was really the season where he absolutely shone in the championship. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, definitely it shows the confidence. So he built his confidence when he was at Villa and it carried over into his first season as Chelsea's mm. number nine last season number and this nine. season. No joke. But I also think, from probably a young player's perspective, like he was at uh, Solanke, was at Chelsea. At Chelsea, you've got the facilities. You've got the. I'm not. I'm not saying these other clubs don't, but at Chelsea, you've got world-class facilities with some of the best physios. You've got a safe environment. You're getting paid well. Mm-hmm. And I think there's. I, I don't know. I'm not a professional footballer, but I think there's maybe there's a bit of. They're a bit hesitant to go down into the championship because what if they don't perform and what if they become one of those players who just kind of sticks around the, the football league when they could have arguably stayed at Chelsea, maybe not played but as much, but they they would have been a bit more comfortable. Maybe that was a part of his decision making. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Chelsea players that end up going out on loan and then staying out on loan permanently. That's, I, believe, that's... I think Lucas Piazon, if you know who that is, is oh, I forgot about example it. of that. He's supposedly leaving this January. His contract ends in the summer, and he's reportedly going to Braga. But we don't know whether it's on a permanent or on a loan again. I swear, I played with him in like FIFA 12. Yeah, he was meant to be really good. He scored on his yeah. debut against Aston Villa, but that's all we ever really heard of him in a Chelsea shirt. And he's just been loaned out ever since. So I get why player maybe wouldn't want to get loaned out from Chelsea because they're concerned they wouldn't get back into the side. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a weird conversation. Segwaying on to Chelsea, Matcha, mm-hmm. how's your season going, lad? It's it's a weird one because it didn't start too well. Uh, we we won three one at Brighton, but we weren't particularly brilliant. And then there was drop points against um, West Brom. We lost to Liverpool. I thought we competed well until the red card in that game. But then then we started to pick things up. We got on a good run of form. I think it was about sixteen games unbeaten. We got to. I think about oh, was it 18 games in and we'd only lost two games all season and only one of those had been within 90 minutes as we'd lost a penalty shootout to Tottenham that was the other game so it was going well and then we hit the Arsenal game and it's just kind of it tits up um, yeah I, t- I mean I'd, I'd want to say give time to the manager because there's a lot of people now calling for his head I think the no, next man. three games are massive for Chelsea if he can't beat Fulham <laughs> then I get why people want him out but equally, if we can't really beat Wolves and Leicester, then there's concerns because those are our next three fixtures. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we're only three points off top four, but it's so tight this season. The concern is there's about six teams between us and top four still, despite the fact it's only three points. Yeah. And some of those teams have games in hand. For example, Aston Villa and Southampton, who we just shouldn't be behind. 
yeah, City and Villa both have two games in hand. And exactly. Spurs mm-hmm. have another. Yeah. It's not great, I mean, but this time, I mean, it's the most up and down season I think I've ever seen. It's so tight in every area of the league. Yeah, like for for example, uh, Wolves are, are down in thirteenth, Leeds twelfth, Arsenal eleventh. Those three teams, twenty three points, twenty six points, tenth to eighth, Chelsea in ninth, mm. and it's it's ridiculous. Top of the table is thirty four points, and seventh is twenty nine. Like it's so tight because everyone's so inconsistent. Mm. It's ridiculous. And then they're Sheffield. <laughs> I mean, West Brom only have a, only have three extra points. Mm. True. True. Do we think that's solely on the impact of the fans not being there, or do we think other things have? I, I think it plays a part because I think these, I think. Um, a few of the, the teams that are lower down I'm not going to call them smaller clubs because by no means they're small but I think teams lower down the down the table I think like Burnley like West Brom Sheffield I think they rely on their fans to almost be a bit intimidating I, I think Leeds I would have probably done better if there were fans um, in stadiums just because of how um, how infamous um, Ellen Road is I don't know. I'm not. I've never been to Ellen Road, but I think it would help. Yeah, most teams anyway. I mean, there's the counterpoint that the fans won't get on their teams back when they're on a bad run of form. True. Um, I mean, I know in Germany it's different. In Germany, if your team's not playing well, your fans will try and g you up. But that's not the English mentality. If your team's playing no. crap, you get on their back, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe helps. Uh, what comes to mind is Newcastle. They they play such negative football. There's very rarely any attacking intent in their play. It's just sit back and rely on Callum Wilson, Ryan Fraser, Almiron on the counter with their pace. It, I, it, I don't think they'd get away with that if there was 50,000 screaming Geordies around them. And it might negatively impact their results further than they currently are. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's, a, it's an interesting um, position. I mean, Newcastle recruited well, I've got to say. Mm. Yeah, I think the signing of Wilson and Fraser and Hendrick as well from Burnley. Hendrick be. surprised me, to be fair. Hendrick has mm. surprised me. He's popped up with a couple goals, especially a earlier on. He is. He really, really is. Puts in the hard yards so a player like Almiron can maybe have a bit more space in the attack and not have to worry so much about their defensive duties, which I like. I like that in the play. To be fair, I expected a bit more from Almar, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. I I expected to see a bit more. And of course, we got to remember that some Maxman's out injured. So he's another one I've just forgotten about until then. He's someone that can do things in Newcastle, but it's just without the fans, they're probably not getting the stick that maybe they deserve sometimes with their style of play. Mm. Yeah, well. Steve Bruce system not everyone's going to favour it no but it gets results it's finding the balance of being entertaining like Leeds and not going down mm. yeah the thing is with Leeds although um, although they're, they're brilliant to watch mm. they, they, there's just there's been a couple of games this season I think it was against 
Villa. Who did they get? Who did they get absolutely smacked by? I mean, they lost. Recently. They lost six two to United, and they lost that, yeah. three 0 to Crawley. They brought on Mark Wright, who used to be on the Only Ways Essex at the ninetieth minute. Love it. Just to absolutely <laughs> love it. Take the mic. Yeah, like three 0 They got smacked three 0 against Spurs. Like, just I'll read some of their results. Obviously, that four three absolute thriller against Liverpool opening day. 4-3 again against Fulham. 1-1 against City, which was apparently pretty good. They beat Villa 3-1. It's just, there's never a dull scoreline mm. with them. Like they got they got beat back-to-back by Leicester 4-1 and then Crystal Palace 4-1. Like that, that's, I don't get it. <laughs> no, well, it, it, it seems to be the obvious point that the, they, they don't have problems scoring goals. It's the other end of the pitch that is letting them down, so to speak. Because mm. it was it was an absolute like it was such a good signing, signing was Barkley. Um, oh, Villa and Barkley, I'm jealous. Mm. Greenish and Barkley have been working. they like they've been working so hard. You know who annoys me in that team? It's Ollie Watkins. Why? I no, I really like him, but I got him for my fantasy team, and he's not scored at all. But every time I watch Villa, I go, I can't drop him. He's put the hard yards in. He's <laughs> getting in there, and he's just not getting the goals. So he really annoys me, but I think he's really good. <laughs> so you're basing your opinion off a fantasy team? Yeah, no, my actual opinion is I think he's really good. He runs the channels, he's hard working, brings his teammates into the plane, I see. Mm. Just, just needs to finish them off a bit more to help my fantasy team. Okay, moving on from uh, Max's fantasy team, this fantasy transfers, onto some real transfers. To see what I did there. No. Um, thank you very much. I was I was working that one in my head for like two minutes. Um, wants and predictions for your for the transfer window up ahead. So, I just want to say this is one of the quietest transfer windows I think I've I've ever ever heard. Like nothing is happening. Yeah, not, not even rumours, which is surprising. No, yeah. no, no rumours. I had a look through the transfers that have gone through and nothing really stands out, to be fair. We've, we've seen Robert Snodgrass go to West Brom. I think that's a good signing for West Brom. He's a proven Premier League player that can be creative on the attack, but I think their game style's a bit quick for him there on the counter a lot. Um, Jack uh, Butland went to Crystal Palace. Oh, that was October. I, was saying, I think that was the summer, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Octo- October. Um, completed Haller to Ajax. I'd say that's the main one for me. They, they've sold him for about 20 mil, which I believe is half the price they paid for him. But he's looked good already. On his debut, he got an assist for the winner, and he did score a goal, but it was offside. Um, I mean, you've got, you've got the big rumour that's always Mbappe to Liverpool. I mean, <laughs> that's crept up again. That, that's not happening in January. That's never it, a January. It's, def- it's definitely not, but... I mean, that's, that's crept up. I mean, the only one I've definitely heard that um, is like makes sense is uh, Ozil leaving. Um, He'll leave. It's, it's, he's, I've, I've seen I'm to following DC him on United. Twitter. That's, that's the one no. I saw. MLS, yeah, I've there's, seen, it's yeah. either Fenerbahce. He said he wants to either go to Fenerbahce or uh, MLS. Mm-hmm. And all of his tweets um, have been in Turkish and about Turkish, obviously. Um, He's um, using 
he's mixed race, um, Turkish and Germ- German. Yeah, uh, uh, to be fair, I don't think he's the kind of player that goes to MLS anymore. I know we saw Ibra go there no, a couple of years no, ago. No, he's not. They've definitely angled he... towards more younger players now. Like we were talking about Almiron before at Newcastle. He joined from Atlanta United, who'd signed him when he was very early on in his career and they've built him up and mm. made a profit on him and I think MLS teams kind of look for that now more than the yeah, they made a good profit name. on him as well mm. yeah and um, same with uh, New York FC because they've I'm pretty sure they've got the same owners as City yeah um, and Jack Harrison came from yeah he came, they came signed, over they signed him straight out of college Jack Harrison yeah, he was col- in the Man United Academy and he left the academy and his mum said right we're off to the US and he ended up playing college okay. football and signed for New York City. Out of that, and then yeah, now he's at Leeds. Now he's at Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Matcha, if there's, um, we're going to do one player to buy, one player to sell. Matcha, what's your player to buy and player to sell? Mm-hmm. Ideally, like your dream transfer window. So for Chelsea. Yeah. Oh. One out, one in. I don't know about outs. I mean, outs like just some of the dead wood, like maybe Danny Drinkwater or Marcus Alonso. We just need to D- Danny Drinkwater. Just need him. Gone. Drink water. <laughs> he's, get him out. He's a tall club's name. I don't really know. To be fair, I, I don't know what position I'd really want. I, I think maybe because he's a free agent right now, and he used to drag us to wins. Diego Costa would just. He'd no, create, he'd no, create a no, 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 no. He is not the same player that left Stamford Bridge. I am aware of that, but he did drag us to some wins sometimes. And to be fair, there's depth in every position. And it just doesn't quite make sense that we're not getting it the results we want right now. I don't know. If if Chelsea don't win the next three, then my big out would probably be Lampard. And my big in would be Bruh. Pukul. <laughs> it's hard, but... I don't know. You I back, I back him. Okay. Tuchel, Tuchel's the Tuchel. only one I look at that go, maybe him. But I'm still backing the, okay. the manager for now, to be fair. If he can okay. get us through these three, then I think we'll be fine. And we'll be up there for Champions League. Oh, fair play. Not for fair the nice. title of the Champions League, obviously. I meant like for top four. <laughs> we're not We're yeah. not ready to compete for that. <laughs> no. So, in conclusion, Diego Costa. Diego Costa and <laughs> drink water out. I just, you know what? He was, he was a winner, wasn't he? His mentality was he just, was. I'm going to drag you to a win. With VAR, he'd definitely get more than just the one red card he ended up with in his first game. <laughs> but yeah, definitely yeah. Costa. Okay, Jack, how about you? Um, that's, a, that's tough. Um, I, I've seen some rumours that um, West Ham are putting in a bid for Josh King. Um, which makes sense I mean we're not playing him anyway so is it going to be a loss I don't know um, he's a great player but he, if he doesn't play for us then why have him on the bench so to speak because um, strikers like we've got loads of strikers not not the same quality but what's the point in having so many strikers we can make a profit off this one so that's that's okay with me going through um, likewise I'd like to see it annoys me that um, Sam Sorridge hasn't gone out on loan again because he's so good and I love to see him play. And it annoys mm. me that he's not playing. So I'd like him, if he's not playing at Bournemouth, to play somewhere else because he's too good of a player not to play. Um, 
I don't see even though we spoke about Solanke's great return I just think Sam Surridge is he he does he makes use of the time that he has on the pitch which isn't often so um, maybe him on loan too might be a good a good sight to see um, as for in I like I said before it's we, we're playing great right now it's just how we can translate to that to the Premier League and where we need to pad out the most because we're all still like we're still so average all over the pitch in, in Premier League standards um, we've got such a young squad and they're improving a lot this season but I think I think we've, we've still yet to um, find a replacement for Nathan Ake and I think that's got to be that's got to be sorted um, mm. And I mean, doesn't have to be young. Like, just a just a solid Premier League proven centre back. Um, just just to have some solidity there. I mean, uh, we're playing we're playing a five at the back at the moment, uh, quite quite frequently. Um, and Steve Cook, who has been been in our ranks for like the longest out of anyone else. Um, so he's he's pretty solid, but Jack Simpson and Lloyd Kelly are great, but they do make mistakes because they're so so young. Um, yeah, just just an experienced or um, yeah, just an experienced Premier League centre back would be good. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, Laporte, Van Dijk, they'll do, I guess. Um, <laughs> I think we need a bit of realism in that track. <laughs> Drag it in a bit. <laughs> I mean, I've heard you've got Jack Wilshire training with you. He's left-footed and so is Aki. He's, he's training with us, yeah. Um, he's not playing yeah. yet, but... He uh... <laughs> mm. could, could do a job at centre-half, surely. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just just a solid centre-back is all I can say right now. Tomori, take him on loan. He needs game time. That wouldn't be bad. I mean... Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Perfect. The deal's done. I'll phone up deal's Roman. Done. Yeah, yeah. Send him over to you. I'll fire up the fax machine. We'll get this contact <laughs> sorted. Sound. <laughs> right. So. Um. Out. Does the manager count? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I'm I'm sticking with it because what what what's annoying is this whole chop and change. Because the thing with Ar- the thing with Arsenal is this might be a hot take, but Unai Emery was not a bad manager. No, we know that he's in the title race with Villarreal, isn't he? Exactly. He's got Etienne Capoue man- challenging Messi for the title. <laughs> exactly. The the problem is is the core bunch of players that we still have. So. Two players that I want out, and they will both count as one because they're so bad. Socrates has not played. He's old. He hasn't played. I don't see a place for him in the squad anymore. I like. I liked him when he first came in. Um, sadly, that liking has fallen off dramatically. Um, I'm on one football right now, and I've just clicked on his profile, and they've said team, Arsenal, under 21s, and then under that, age is 32. Work that one out for me. 
Uh, also, William. I, I don't know why we signed him. He's on stupid amounts of money. He does nothing. Um, so he can go. Well, it was a good signing at the time, to be fair. It looks like a promising sign. I have to disagree with you, Jack. Really? I have to disagree no, with you. Like, I'm sorry. If it was a one-year contract, I'd have gone, yeah, that was probably a good signing. But signing three, three years. years at 32, he could never hit a corner. And that's showing now this season. Chelsea are the top-scoring team from corners this season. We've been nowhere near <laughs> that ever before when William was taking corners. But, you know... Okay, I was, it's just I was, too long that contract for William. I was sick corrected. So um, he, he's he's done three assists in thirteen games. Those three assists were against Fulham on the opening day of the season. He has done nothing since. So, in an ideal world, we would relieve William of his of his duties, let him go to Inter Milan, where he can hook up with his best buddy Conte. He hated Conte. He photoshopped him out of a FA Cup winning photo, I believe. Okay, fine. Give him to AC Milan for some random reason. Or Florentina. They need to replace Ribery. Um, And then... Bring him Julian Brandt. Because he can play central, he can play on either wing, and he's a creative presence. Which we so badly need. And January is not the time to fix the whole entire squad. Um, but overall, yeah, I think I think we're doing a lot of cuts this transfer window. Uh, I think Socrates is probably out realistically. Ozil, as we said before, I, I, I think this is this is the time where he goes, um, and we'll, we'll just see see who else, who else goes really. But out, I'm going to say Willian and in Julian Brandt. I'd be I'd be a happy boy if that happened. Not bad. Um, so, so, in, look- so in this in this game, um, our star man David Brooks seems to have gone down injured, which could be the end of our season. What about him, nice. Arsenal? If, you leave if him they alone. Can pull that off, then. Leave him alone. I wouldn't say no. If we keep on to him, that will be a successful transfer window. That's, that's all I have to say every single time. Is as long as we keep hold of David Brooks and Lewis Cook, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to happy. Okay. But he's, I think he's got up now. But he just had a little tumble on the um, on the concrete oh. out like past the goalpost. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's not fun. Yeah, he's up. He's up. We can we can relax. We can. Okay. Rest. I was holding my breath. The whole championship would have been on well, pause. He's just come back from a, a year, basically a year-long um, injury break, which could or could not be the reason we got relegated in the first place. Might also have something mm. to do with goal line technology at Villa Park. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's just this whole conspiracy against but... us. <laughs> right, so... Um, just to conclude, what are you looking ahead to for the rest of the season? What's your ideal finish? And we have to be realistic, so match I don't want to hear title, FA Cup and everything. I want realism. Okay, well, if you're going to me first, top four. 
And realistically, the FA Cup's on. We've had a nice draw. We've got Luton next. And then more than likely, it'll be Norwich. If not, it'll be Barnsley in the round after, which we've got a nice draw there. But yeah, I think if Chelsea could win a domestic cup, that would be nice in top four. Hmm. Okay. To be fair, even if you're having an awful season, you find a way to win a trophy. Yeah, well, last season was the first year under Abramovich's reign that we didn't win one since, like, I think it was 2004. That's ridiculous. Um, which is why there's so much talk, I think, about Lampard being sacked, because that's what Abramovich has done in the past, and it's worked. So, True. whether it's with Lampard or not, I hope it's with Lampard that we win a trophy this season, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him go. But yeah, my, ideal, be pretty cool. my ideal situation is top four, FA Cup, and Lampard stays. Okay. Um, I, I think... I think my objective is pretty similar to yours. I like. I'm talking like top of our potential top four, but realistically, I'm probably saying fifth. Um, although I say that it's tight. Yeah, you're only three points off it, Chelsea, who in turn are three points off yeah, top four. Like top four. Yeah, it, it, it's it's very tight. Like we're we're only six points off Tottenham and City, which it, which is never a bad thing. Um, although they do City have two games in hand Tottenham have a game in hand but I'm saying realistically 5th, 6th if we can do another FA Cup another one I'd be very happy um, I also want to see I want Smith Rowe to take a big position in this team I just want to see the youngsters do a madness because we all know they've got potential but it's time for them to properly show what they show what they've got. That is that is my hopes. Um, um, I mean, my hopes are pretty pretty um, solid. Like, pretty likely that we're going to be in the Premier League. I'd I'd like to to stay up so we don't have to worry about the playoffs. I'd like that. Um, and even more so, I'd like to win the title. It's it's going to be tough. Very possible. I think Norwich Norwich are going to be tough to take away. But um, yeah, it's very likely that we'll we'll get promoted. Um, and I mean, the best ideal situation will be if we can get promoted without having any major injuries to take into next season. Um, mm, and as for as for FA Cup. If we've drawn cruelly, and if they do what they did to Leeds to us, then we'll then we'll be out by next round. But um, it'll be a very good game. It should be a very good game. And if Mark, if Mark Wright plays um, mm. this time around, then we should just have a walk in the park, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, looking at your. Is it still yeah, it's still 1-0, 54 minutes. QPR just beat Luton 2-0, which moves QPR to a lofty 18th. God why they just signed Charlie Austin back. He scored. They did. Oh. Who scored? Yeah. Did he? Absolute bagsman. Yeah, he is he's guaranteed goals in the championship. He's a bagsman. Um I didn't even see that Charlie Austin thing coming. I've got to say, Barnsley have surprised me. 
Middlesbrough in ninth. But they could be Chelsea's fifth round FA Cup opponents should Chelsea beat Luton and they beat uh, Norwich. I think it's Barnsley that are playing Norwich. Interesting. Oh, apparently, um, Yuka, Luka Jovic is set to rejoin Frankfurt for the rest of the season. Fair enough. It's not worked oh. out. <laughs> what do you think of Ali? Really hasn't. Ali to PSG. That's that's the main one I've seen. Okay, I, I know that I know it happened. I know the rumours were there before. Uh, Poch's Poch's move. Yeah. I I just don't know. I don't know because they've got Sarabia, they've got Di Maria. Let me just look at their team one second. As I was gonna say, it makes sense to me. Draxler's contract okay. ends this summer, and they've basically said they're not looking to extend it. Sell him, mm. and I don't think Tottenham are going to sell Ali because, although Mourinho doesn't like him, let's be real. I don't think anyone hires Mourinho going. He's going to be our manager for the next ten years. Uh, Ali yeah. could somewhat be a first team player for the next eight years once Mourinho's gone at Tottenham so alone to a top team like PSG where he'll play Champions League he'll be happy with the manager makes sense to me for mm. until the end of the season especially if they sell someone like Draxler I mean I'm just I'm just looking at their squad age uh, their mid- midfield that is Di Maria 32 Daniela Pereira 29 uh, Ander Herrera 31 uh, Adrissa Gay 31 Draxler I think he's 27 that man doesn't age um actually you know what looking at that I can I can see what you're saying because Ali's still quite young and I know it's not really worked out with Mourinho but he's he's still he's still a good player Mm. so like I said I don't think I don't think he'll be permanent but alone I could see happening yeah, 24. He's 24. Okay. Plus, the Euros are meant to happen this summer. If he wants to push for that, mm. then I'd say that makes sense. I mean, he's been with Atletico Madrid as well, but I believe they've, or they're about to announce the signing of Moussa Dembele from Lyon. As yes, yes, that's what well, I heard. Somewhat replacement for Costa, although he wasn't exactly doing much. No, but that's a, that's a good signing, to be yeah. fair. They've got options up front. That Suarez, Felix, Dembele now. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I, I like, I've liked Dembele since his Celtic days. Oh, I've just seen a Luke Shaw challenge on. Oh, I mean, oh, that's bad. Was it from Luke Shaw or on Luke Shaw? Uh, from Luke Shaw onto Goodmanson. I'll try share it into our. Um, Touch that man. Goodmanson's a I mean, beast. I, I would not trust the Luke Shaw challenge anyway. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm sending it to our our chat. If you guys have a look, that's going to be our final talking point. Luke Shaw's dirty challenge. Filth. Absolute filth. Oh, some of these challenges I do not understand. Yellow card, at least. Okay. Not as if he's um just just for just for context for the listeners, because obviously can't see what we're looking at on the um Sky Sports Instagram. 
they've just done a uh, kind of a freeze frame of, of Luke Shaw and his his boot is well it's on his ankle pretty much Goodmanson's turning away from him to his right Shaw's come in from the left and his left foot is just straight down onto his onto his right ankle it's nowhere near the ball I wouldn't be surprised if um, if Johan Goodmanson like I'd, I would not surpri- be surprised if he had to be stretched off after that like that could that, that genuine like I don't know how fast yeah it, it's one of those it, he's coming in at such a speed and the angle and he's, he's I mean, Luke Shaw, his so foot is coming down top speed but um, still like there's yeah, a lot true, of weight true. We don't. We do not discriminate on this podcast, Jack. Sorry. Thank you. But I honestly, with with some of the reds that have been given, I genuinely think that that is not just because it's United, but that's dangerous. That is a dangerous challenge. Getting Ryan Shawcross and Aaron Ramsey vibes off that. I am getting. I am getting those vibes. I really am. It's, oh, I'm just imagining. He's just so oh, late. That, that looks painful. It he is also a freeze frame. Balls. Sometimes they look worse That's on true. a freeze frame, but I can't imagine it not looking <laughs> like it does in that image. True. Anyway, Gary Neville said it was lucky. Therefore, yeah, we need to listen to Gary Neville. Apparently. <laughs> You know, I mean, yes. he'd definitely not have any bias. Actually, no, to be fair, he'd be very biased no. towards United. It definitely was lucky if he's saying that. Yeah. All right. On that, um, on that rather, rather saddening end, I hope, I hope Goodmanson's okay. Yeah. I hope he lives to fight another day. Yeah. That, that did not mean to rhyme, but okay. Um, Jack, any parting um, words? Nope. <laughs> Matcha, any parting words? Um, I just saw that Rob Holdings signed a contract extension until 2024 for Arsenal. Well, you know what? But that's that's that's, that's the right for you, I'll, I'll I suppose. Pam. Sleep easy tonight. Yeah, I'll take him. He's he's a good he's a good. I will sleep easy tonight. Actually. One day, Gary Cahill yeah. minus playing for a club that competes. He is. For he, he really is because they they both came from Bolton. We both came from Bolton. Right, boys, I suppose that's been a podcast of two halves. Ha ha ha. And now it's full time. I suppose we're going to have to walk down the tunnel of discipline. I mean, you guys are. I'm getting promoted. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> right, you can walk down the tunnel into the Premier League. We'll walk down the tunnel into a cold shower how about be that? optimistic ZX back from injury no no and his, no his assist against Morecambe was close no. so on a small Morecambe pretty decent though Morecambe can only beat what's in front of you Morecambe have you seen their badge so they got a shrimp have you it. seen it's class, it's a class badge, badge. More. I haven't seen any more ferocious animals in my life. I don't care. That's going to strike strike fear in the heart of any opponent. I, I, your signing scored against a shrimp. 
No, Ziyech didn't score against them. He, he just got an Sorry. assist. <laughs> okay, Ziyech assisted against a shrimp. In what league? League 2. League 2. A League 2 shrimp. Chelsea are fine in their level, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't get it the ending there. <laughs> so, on that note, um, if your name is Hakan Ziyech, and you ever find yourself in Morecambe, I'm sure you'll be fine. But I'm not Hakan Ziyech, and I'm not in Morecambe. So bye-bye. Look, those I are my final words. I don't know if you guys want to say anything else. Then the statement that you are not Hakan Ziyech, and you are not in Morecambe. <laughs> I approve this message. Thank Beautiful. you. Awesome. Right. See you in another... I want to say I want to say in a bit but I don't know so I'm going to be optimistic and say in a bit but <laughs> it could take three months I don't know okay we're done. the conclusion we're done. is we're done okay we're done for now see you in a bit bye bye I'm going to stop